everybody, and welcome to ISO Comics, the weekly comics report with Mike and Ming, broadcasting from the home of the comic book men. Jane Sampah, Secret Stash. My name is Ming Chen. Sitting across from me is the uh, the, the Nightwing of Red Bank. Mike Zapsik. Why am I the Nightwing of Red Bank? Hello, how are you doing? I don't you fight crime against like high high priced collectibles or <laughs> overpriced that's, collectibles? Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, yeah we, we we fight crime against. Yeah, that. no, we're not. You know, we're not Gotham, but we're we're like we're more of like a Bloodhaven here. Uh <laughs> yes, we are. We're very blood. You know, we're not we're not a big metropolis. We're like a smaller, uh, more crappier cla- metropolis. All right, gotcha. Well, classier, you know. A metropolis, pretty damn classy, buddy. Yes, yeah. So so <laughs> welcome every everybody. Mike Zapsik, the he doesn't he looks great in black and blue. Uh, yeah, you know what I would. I, I whether he's beat up or he's actually wearing black and or blue. yeah, just my face is covered in bruises. So. Yeah, he looks awesome. So uh, just a reminder to everybody: a comic book man returns on AMC on October October twenty second. October twenty second. It's folks. been officially announced. If you've been looking on the internet, there's a cool piece of uh, artwork. There's a uh, like every that's every pretty season, damn cool, right? We get a poster, and the poster has Kevin holding up a set of action figures. And we're in the uh, we're mint on card. Yeah, yeah. Their their original was just to have all of us like standing there static. Right. And I'm like, nah, nah. No, nah, I want to do something. I want to do I something. Want to dance around. Or yeah. Something. Come on. So you look like I think you look like you're trying to break out. I'm of trying it. to break out of it. Yeah. I mean, could truer words be said? You just want to get out there. I just want to get out. Just want to get just op- open the package. You've never been. You've never really been the mint on card guy. You're like, take it out. You got to take, take hey, it out. You kidding? It's fun. That's play toys the, are made uh, to be played play, with. Played with the toys. So just a reminder that we will be back uh, along with the re- the return of that other show with the zombies. Oh, those Shit. guys. Yeah, Rick Grimes and Carl and Daryl and and that guy with the bat. Yeah, Walking Dead comes back that night too. So what was his name again? Ah, never mind. The, no one cares. The, the governor. No, that's no. it. Was the. Negan. Who's Negan? Who is Negan? Who's Negan? That sounds like a um, like a Jeopardy question. Who's Speaking Negan? of Jeopardy, yes. folks, listen. If you if you don't listen to um, tell him Steve Davin, fuck it, you should. Um, oh, here's do you have the something. Thing. Do you have a very important message? Uh, absolutely. Okay. What's your? If very you can go message? on to Twitter, okay. folks. Okay. Uh, not just follow me and Ming. Right. Ming Chen thirty seven. Uh, Michael Zapsic. But uh, go on and heckle. And cajole Ken Jennings into doing a Jeopardy-like face-off against Walt Flanagan. Okay, Ken Jennings, who won like uh, like twenty game Jeopardy games, forty-seven, I believe. Won forty-seven. Forty-seven games. He was on for over a month. He was on uh, for over like yeah. Okay, and why why does he have beef with Walt Flanagan? He doesn't, but Walt wants to have a little. Uh, a tete-a-tete? Little tete-a, a little, <laughs> as, yeah. As they say in France. Is, is that what they call it? Tete-a-tete? Why does, he wants to go right, mano does, y mano. Why does Wall have beef with Ken Jennings? No beef, but he wants to uh, throw down with him. In a regulation game of Jeopardy? Uh, or is this a Wall Flanagan? A Wall Flanagan comic book uh, game of Jeopardy. So, Okay. Is, so. is he a big comic book fan? Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. But he he claims to be like this... Huge know-it-all. Well, he did win 47 games of Jeopardy. Uh, yeah. In a row, might I add. All right, 47 in 47. a row. 47? In a row. In a yes. row. <laughs> uh, okay, is, it, is he at Ken Jennings? Is that his Twitter handle since you... Uh, I believe it is. Upon your Hold on, cru- let's check this out. To, uh, do we, wait, is this a sanctioned game of Jeopardy? Where Do we do, we do it here at the store? Uh, that'd be great. Or they could do it over... Um, I'm sure they could Skype. Okay, like, don't we need the whole board and everything? Like, you know, Category 1, Superman. Category <laughs> 2. <laughs> Nightwing. Potpourri. Yes. Category 3, Comic Book Men. Uh, Battle Potpourri. How about that? Battle oh, Potpourri. I that's, like that. There you go. I like that. We could do that. Let's search Twitter for Ken Jennings. I like that. Now, upon the uh, the return of Comic Book Men on October 22nd, 2017, also means we have our kickoff panel at New York Comic Con in about two weeks, Mike. Yes, we do. On October 5th, 2017, it starts Thursday at 1.30. We've been moved out of the convention center into a larger venue, the Hammerstein Ballroom, where many, many notable musical acts have played. And we would like, we would like to fill this place. It would feel, it would feel empty. If we didn't, well, obviously we feel empty if we didn't fill the place, but we want to pack this place. 
I know Thursday is usually the first day of the con. Not everybody comes, but we want everyone to come out. One thirty at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Yeah, we do. We want come you see there. Us. Kevin Smith, Mike, Mike Zapsik, Wolf Lang, and Brian Johnson, Ming Chen. All five of us. A rare appearance by all five of us. Yeah, all in one place at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Come on out. I believe all you need is a Thursday Comic Con ticket, which are still available, Mike. At NewYorkComicCon.com. Very cool. Go there and grab some. Go there, line up, grab a good, grab a great seat, and come see his panel for an hour. It's a, uh, it's tradition. I hate to break with tradition, but since 2012, we've had a panel at every year at New York Comic Con, and uh, we usually do press afterwards. We usually stick around and visit our friends at Blue Juice Comics, who will have a booth there. <laughs> I don't know their booth number. Um, let me text Tom Mom right now and get it. But are you going to stop by the uh, the Blue Juice? Uh, of course, I always do. So we'll we'll be there. Uh, that'll be cool. Yeah, a shocking announcement that I found out yesterday. Walt Flanagan will be at the Blue Juice Comics booth all weekend. I know, isn't it? Yeah. Have they announced this? What they're launching? What they're working on? Have they said anything? Uh, you don't know. I'm not quite sure, but I know that they're working on Metro. Uh, Q and uh, no, no. This is this is something different. Yeah, Cullen Bunn, uh, Brian Quinn, yeah, and Metro. they're doing Metro. But I think that they're going to be. They had they have announced it by now. Why why else would I, you? I don't know. You can. Are they just bring it on people. Pretty much. Okay. Well, just in case they're they don't want us to spoil anything. Walt Flying will be there all weekend. This is very a rare. Walt hates New York City. Wow. Yeah, he does. Passion. Oh, my God. He'll do anything. He doesn't even want to be at the panel. He tried to get out of it. He's like, do I have to go? I'm like, yeah, dumbass. You have to go. It's a comic book, man. He was trying to get out of it. And, wow. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, you know, he can't he, he can't leave that. But there's something him and Blue Juice are working on. And he'll be all there, there all weekend promoting it. They um, And they will have a limited amount of whatever of something they're pushing they will and they want they want to sell all of them i talked to him yesterday he's like hey can you promote he said can you promote this i want to sell it out then we're promoting it yeah all right well walt and blue jers are collaborating on a comic book called knights of the fifth dimension okay and this is something that they've been working on for a while yes and i believe i don't know if did walt i Idea, story by Wolfling. Did he co-write some of it? I don't know. Okay. I'm not quite sure, okay, but all, I know that he had a lot of um, input. Input. Okay. Yes. Well, from what I hear, limited, uh, limited amount, one thousand copies. Walt, we, Walt would be there to sign them, and I'll sign it too if you want. I did the title, so you know, boy. just you know, I contributed. So like, 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 I think Walt used me as. Uh, okay, so Michael sign it too then. If you want, I mean. There's no need for you to ask me to. It's fine. okay. Update: The Blue Juice Comics booth is twenty two fifty four. Nice. Go to booth twenty two fifty four, and get yourself a very very limited copy of this book, signed by Walt Flanagan. I guess it, will he sign other stuff too? I'm sure he will. Okay, so, so bring bring, stuff. bring your comic book men stuff too. Uh, free autograph with purchase, though. With purchase, no free folks. autographs in this in this world. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh. Let's talk about one thing. And okay, I want. What do you got? Um. Let's let's. We're uh in the process of setting up the new Titans Tower. Yes. AKA, the new secret headquarters, uh, a shared universe podcast studio, brought to you by Blue Juice Comics. Yes, we're setting that up. It it does have something to do with with uh, Blue Juice and comics. Yes, we do. Yes. And I want you also, I want everyone out there to realize something very important. Okay. Ming Chen now has access to one of the best private comic book libraries in the country. Yes. How did this happen, Mike? Well, I moved all my comic books there. So this is how. Um, I saw you setting up the other day. I went up early to, to drop something off, and Mike was in there furiously setting up this library. It looks spectacular. We'll we have take photos when it's all ready. Yes, we will, and I mean it's going to shape up to be amazing. It is a mini Chainsaw Bob secret stash, but with a lot of stuff that's out of print, like stuff we don't even have here. Yeah, stuff you stuff that's not available. Yeah, crossover here, classics. That, oh my god, you've got a we've got a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, I got some stuff that actually I have one of the rarest things in the world, which is it's a hardcover War of the Undead. What? What are you talking about? That never came out. Yes. Well, it did not come out uh, to everybody, but uh, Walt a- Walt had a couple of um, custom bound. He gave one to you? And he gave one to me. 
Wow. He that amazing. What a boss, right? Sure. I'm telling you, you know, Absolutely. you can't say enough about Walt Flanagan and his uh I, I mean War of the Undead. The the story is great. It is. It's it's really, really well done. It's the uh the the trio of monsters, the the universal monsters, Absolutely. Frankenstein, Dracula, and werewolf go after the Nazis. Yes. So I mean, you gotta that love sells that. itself. Against Nazi zombies. Right. So it's so uh, yeah. great that Brian Jones had a Nazi zombie tattooed on his arm. Yeah. Against his better, everyone's better judgment. <laughs> Brian has no better judgment. No, he doesn't. That's, no, there's, there's, but, and it's worth picking up just for the artwork alone. It is. I have an original page from that. Wow. One of my prou- uh, proudest possessions. Really? I am, yes, it's going to be framed and hanging in a shared universe offices. All right, brought to, by, brought to you by brought to you by Blue Juice Comics. Comics. Yes, <laughs> but I love it. Here's what I'm gonna uh, say. I've, okay. I've been checking out Twitter. It's not my Yelp, but uh, there are a lot of people. Actually, it was on Instagram. Okay. A lot of people who are like, you know what? Uh, I sell comics. Doesn't focus on the comics anymore. It's more about the conventions That's and who these guys bullshit. know. Bullshit. Those. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was. I'm like just saying. Three years ago, somebody said this fairly recently. Okay. But here's my thing. Okay. You are going to start reading some old stuff, and we're going to talk about old timey, old time comics, old timey comics, right, where books. we like beat each other up, uh, like old time hockey. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and I'll quiz you. You know, you're going to read okay. some old Uncanny X Men from I the lo- Chris Claremont, John I Byrne love era. To read, uh, Got I would it. Love to reread Dark Phoenix Saga and, and Days of Future Days Past. Of Future Past. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You're going to start from the beginning, though. Okay. So you'll start from. All right, Danger Rooms. No, from Giant Size X Men number one on. Okay, so, and then we'll we'll talk about it. We'll All go. Right, you got we'll some go. Marvel Essentials back there in the. In no, this I've got Omnibuy. No, Omnibuy. I've got even many Omnibuy. I'll sit there until my eyes bleed. You I'm will sit there. I'm going to be like um, Burgess Meredith in that Twilight. All the episode. time in the world. Yeah, except I don't need glasses yet. So All right. When I'm well, done reading all these. You I will. will need glasses. Oh, you'll need glasses. Right, I need fair, glasses. Fair enough. I will. I'll so start. we'll. Uh, I'll Starting start, in a couple of weeks, we will start uh, be doing. We'll we'll peel back the. I'll we'll do today. some like old timey comics. I don't think we've like really talked to, at length about a convention. That's why we started the Ming and Mike show so we could do True. shit like that. Yeah. So yeah, your complaints have been heard, everybody. Yeah, so we we're, take we're, feedback. Yeah, we're talking about comics now. We're talking about what's going on. We're talking about comic book men. Comic book men features. Uh, I mean, if it wasn't for comic book men, I saw comics probably wouldn't still be going on. I doubt that. I, I think we would. I would think would yeah, you're be, right. We wouldn't shut up about anything. I think so. I would still be going. But um, it wouldn't be as consistent. And, you know, it, it allows us the time to do what we want to do. We like do. talk about new comics. Yeah. Would you like to talk about a comic book property right now? Yeah, let's. All right. The Punisher. Do you like The Punisher? Oh, dear God. Mike, in no, Mike has a love hate relationship with The I Punisher. Do. I do. Um, I'm sure you appreciate the character. And I think he's fantastic. He's, he's, he's as angry as you are. Oh my god, he's he's even a little bit angrier. He's angrier than Brian Johnson. Sure, one well, of the angriest men that listen, I've ever met. Frank Castle has a reason to be angry. True. Brian Johnson, his family didn't get gunned down by in a park. I don't, by, I don't know. Is that something that Brian wants? No, That's, but I'm saying like at least Frank Castle has a reason to be. Angry. He wants true. revenge. Brian, what like what? What traumatic event happened to him that set him off? Uh, you talked to him about uh, his growing up with Edgar, and that, <laughs> there, that there are multiples. Oh, but, okay. Hey. Like no one else like gets berated by their father, like and like, like gets you know. Like, like. Hey, dude, I, I was lucky that my father remembered so, my name. Yeah, you too. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just saying. So Punisher trailer Netflix came out yesterday. Yes, amazing. It, did. it is amazing. It's set to Metallica's one. Yes, the, the song one, and it is at um, at the same time. Uh, touching, violent, badass, and just crazy. It looks awesome, right? I'm, I mean, how else can I? How else can I put it, Mike? Well, let's talk Daredevil but, season two. Yes, uh, I'm. I don't believe that that Frank Castle is a hero. Okay, that's there's. What are my, your words, Mike? I think that he's a war hero. Sure. I, I called him a murdering scumbag, okay. a murderous scumbag. He is. Um, which, which, to be honest with you, that's that's a little harsh. He's yo, not you're a scumbag. It back? You can't uh, he's take not it back now. He's not a scumbag. You, you always call him a murdering scumbag. Well, he's he, you know what? He doesn't kill innocents. That's one of his things. He doesn't kill. Okay, innocent but he people. kills. And that's, but he, he that murders. Your, that's your issue. Cold blood and murder. And to call him a hero is. I mean, I'm not necessarily saying that Wolverine isn't cut from the same cloth. Okay. Wolverine also angry, 
Also, murder is at the drop of a dime. Sure. Uh, but, but hero? Hero? Anti-hero? How about anti-hero? Okay. Let's go anti-hero. He is... Fair enough. ...in a very small but very prominent club of <laughs> okay. comic book characters out there who murder, just yes. kill uh, for for vengeance, for whatever. You know, you, you have Batman, Superman, Captain America, Spider-Man who never kill indiscriminately. No, ever. No, not ever. Then Superman's murdered a couple guys. Sure. Superman has killed. Batman has killed. Green Arrow has killed. Right, they don't like doing it. Frank Castle I, likes doing yeah, it. Yeah, well, uh, takes, I'm sure he does. He takes does. pleasure in killing. You can a little, I'm you sure can there's tell. a little PTSD going on in there, too. Sure. As they showed. Sure, but in, he could wound. He could leave them for the cops like everybody else does. Sure. But no, uh, by ending them means they don't come back. Right. I, I admire that. Okay. I like that, that. In, in a post-Bernie Getz world... And I'm going way back. Sure. Actually, even in uh, what was it? Uh, Death Wish. Paul. Shit. What was his last Harvey. name? Harvey. No, no, it was uh, <laughs> Charles Bronson's Harvey. character. Paul. Not. not uh, I forget his last. Well, who name. cares? Does anyone remember? Everyone just remembers Charles Bronson. Yeah, but they they're com- character names. Yeah, but they're eh, sure they do. You don't. <laughs> well, some people do. Some people who aren't old you don't like remember. me. Some people who ain't old and ancient and yeah, having memory you issues. You saw him in Daredevil too. It's pretty awesome, right? He was amazing. Yeah, in Daredevil. is he warming? And, could you warm up to him? Yeah, actually, I did in in Daredevil season two. Yeah, I was. My whole thing was yes, this is an accurate portrayal of what might happen in real life. Yeah, in the comics, it's he. You know, he doesn't kill anybody. Here's the thing. Uh, when you go into a situation like that, okay. and there are plenty of opportunities for mistakes, if you know what I mean. There are a lot of opportunities there for people to damage, get exactly getting gunned down. One of the biggest, biggest pet peeves of mine is in the Incredible Hulk. They retconned it so Bruce Banner didn't kill people as the Hulk. Okay. Where he was running the numbers in his head, Amadeus Cho said, "Oh, you're always running the numbers in your head, so you don't, you know, commit so much collateral damage, you know, as far as like yeah, human but beings the, go." The, it's the not, not true. smart. Hulk didn't do that. No, it's but uh, Amadeus Cho, who is now the totally awesome Hulk, right? He claimed that Bruce knew what was going on. He knew that in his head, he he could run the numbers. You know, he was still As a part Hulk. of, yeah, part of the okay. Savage Hulk, the the Mindless Hulk. Sure, and he, but it's not true. In um, in a couple of comics, they they definitely said that you know a lot of people died, you know, during the Hulk's rampage. Sure, and it's going to happen. Yeah, knock so, down buildings. You're yeah. going to die. Yeah, and they Hulk even, smash. Come on, exactly. Hulk smash. Hulk smash a lot. Yes. So you got that. And I'm, you know what? I'm I'm not, you know, arguing the point, but to to retcon it that way is it's a cop out. It I is. Mean, he's got to be somewhat accountable. So absolutely. And the Punisher has to be accountable. Sure. Well, I guess his defense is that uh, you know a couple of innocent people died, but I, I I did it for the greater good. Yes, that's pretty Killed much gangsters what gangsters and um, and conspiracy and you know whatever conspiracies going on. I, I eradicated that. Garth Ennis's run was perpetuated on that philosophy okay. like i'm if i have to keep a tally of sure. you know my ledger you know in life is you know i've done more good than bad right i killed so. three innocent people but i saved a hundred right uh, or i do not just saved but you can't even i was incalculable yeah you okay. cannot calculate sure you know if you kill uh, a drug dealer how many how many people are going to die right. because of that drug dealer there's you no can't. math for that there's no amadeus math. There's, cho yes amadeus yeah okay well, uh, did you watch the trailer? I did. I mean, it's. I, I, there's no other way to say it. It's pretty great. It is. It's amazing. And yeah, the, uh, Metallica is one perfect choice for a song. Absolutely. And um, I don't know if you analyzed it at, at all. Uh, it looks like they're going to go back and show Frank Kessel's family being gunned down. Yeah, see and the origin. Him, him going nuts and then finding out there's a there's a conspiracy and him taking it down. Uh, we see a couple characters, though. I don't know if you're... Just uh, for anybody who's not familiar with them, it uh, looks like he teams up with a character named Micro, which is a, a, yes. like a computer hacker. and um, Also uh, ensconced in the comics. Yes. And I unlikely team up. This guy's more more like me. I like sitting behind a computer. Like, I don't go out and shoot people. Right. But I'll uh, I'll hack into, like, databases and, 
and show and point you to where the people you should be killing. Here's who needs to die. Yeah, here's who. Yeah, this guy. What if oh, it's like your guy? What if it's like your third grade math teacher? You're like that guy was a pain in my balls. Yeah, I was like, what does he have to do with the conspiracy? Ah. Uh, n- nothing really. But. Well, uh, it's it's. If you if you could shoot some people on your way out, <laughs> it would really be awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Also, it looks like Jigsaw is come. We're going to see Jigsaw or pre Jigsaw, which is um, a a former comrade, Frank Castle, right. during the war. So, um, one thing I did notice though, uh, it said a Punisher coming, and you can't see the exact release date. It just says 2017. They've not released an exact release date yet. No, they haven't. They've been very cagey about it. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Is it because they don't know? Of course they know. Or is it because they want to announce that New York Comic Con? I think they're going to wait for New York Comic Con. <laughs> All right. I didn't even know. I guess I got to find out when. Uh, I guess there's going to be a Punisher panel. I would assume. Which I would like to be at. So okay. I should probably find out when that is. You should. I'll look that up at some point. Uh, moving on, Mike. Let's uh, let's move over to DC over from Marvel. Let's. The Justice League reportedly had a test screening. Yes. Very recently. Uh, as recently as maybe last night. And while everyone had to sign... And uh, non-disclosure agreements a mile long, of and I'm sure their phones were confiscated and all the usual things. Uh, some reports may have slipped out, Mike. Now, these aren't corroborated, but from what some people have have been able to leak out, they have said that the uh, the Justice Justice League after the test screening was epic, Mike. Epic. I, they wow. use the word epic, not all right, not good, not pretty good. Epic, Mike. Epic's a pretty good day. Yeah, your thoughts on that? Uh, if if you say you know, I'm I'm willing to give it a chance because I loved Wonder Woman. I thought it was right. really really well done. All right, that redeemed it for you, like the uh, whole the, uh, DC in the it gave world them of movies. It gave, gave them more leeway. Okay, to, and I you know the I've gone on record as saying Batman v Superman. I wanted to love it. But I only liked it. Yeah, same. I think that's I think that's everybody's yeah. sentiment. It it, it should have been, been great. It should have been epic. Yes. So if Justice League people are going out saying Justice League was epic, yeah, I'm willing to give them and, a, the benefit of the doubt, and, this, and I'll, I'll see what I see how I feel about okay, it. So this, I will go to see it. All right, and this is uh, after Joss Whedon has uh, put had some of his input into it. So right, and I saw the trailer. Trailer looks phenomenal. Jason Momoa looks like. Phenomenal? You thought it was phenomenal? The trailer? Is that a word I shouldn't be using? No, no, no. Oh I no, it's as you, no, I didn't know that was the your, trailer uh, was really well done. All right, to trailer. me, it looked like MTV a little bit, like a music. It did, video. but I liked it. Okay, I liked it a lot. I thought that I think that bringing J.K. Simons in as Commissioner Gordon, kind of cool, right? But I'll always look at him sort of like J. Jonah Jameson. I'm still gonna hear. I anytime I see him, I'm like freelance crap. crap. Crap, mega crap. It's from the first Spider-Man Of movie. course, freelance. Freelance. Freelance, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I also read that uh, well, they're still working on it, Mike. Not out till November 17th. There are a couple more things. Fine-tuning. Uh, I read that Zack Snyder chimed in. He's like, listen, I'm not, I'm, I'm not coming back. Right. I have family issues to deal with. Yes, He's he also working on a short. Uh, the name escapes me. But he's like, hey, uh, it's in capable hands now. I trust everybody who is working on it now. It's it's out of my hands now. Uh, go forth free to the world. I'm happy with what I worked on. Um, okay. Obviously, I had to leave because of some family issues, but I I'm I won't be returning to have any more input. So take that take that for what you will. But epic, Mike. Epic. Great word. Yeah. And uh, real quick before we get to new books, um, well we. Uh, let's go to this before we go to the, the other thing I was going to go to. Uh, it's been confirmed that HBO is right now, Mike, shooting a pilot for a TV series of The Watchmen. Nice, yes. With I'm Damon excited. Lindelof uh, from Lost, Lost, of Lost fame behind it. Very excited about it. Um, his name was Paul Kersey. Paul Kersey. Paul okay. Kersey, folks. Yeah. Watchmen TV show. Could it, could it work? Will it work? Mike. It will work. Okay. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be, God damn it. Whenever you go on Twitter or Reddit or whatever, okay. and they people point out, like, you use a word a couple of times, too many. 
such as phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yes, I'm Who not. Who cares? Do you, does this? Do do you really take these people's words to heart that much? They're like, I'm not going to use it anymore. I'm, I'm going to. Why? I, because they're my social betters, Ming. <laughs> yeah, they're my why? social betters. Absolutely not. Everyone on Reddit. You know what? You're right. Fuck it. It's, yeah, it's this phenomenal. is going to be. This it's could be phenomenal. Be, it could be. No, fuck it. I'm going to go with a better word. This could be um, the series that lays the the groundwork for everything else that comes after. This could be DC's newest platform. It could be their Netflix. Okay. I'm trying to figure out where in continuity that this will take place. Well, we're not. We've already done before Watchmen. Yes. So we don't really need that. You can't do post because we're missing a couple of characters. Yeah, they're dead. But you could do you could do pre Watchmen. You still could okay, do, but pre-watchmen. not like not pre pre watch, not before Watchmen. No, but you could do it as uh, the Minutemen. You could. could do it when they they first teamed up. So you could take all the characters of the Watchmen universe. Okay. You could do their origins one more time. Okay. Which uh, I, you know how I feel about that. Sure. You've got the source material already. But you could, in theory, take um, the comedian character and show him in all the wars Okay, from World War II on. That would be cool. Yeah. Or even the current Watchmen before the movie, like right before the movie started, and just send him on individual adventures. And, sure. Yeah. You could do that. You know, smaller individuals. All right, I'm in. So am I. I and if you should happen to rework the Watchmen. Yeah. Proper. If you right. take that movie and redo it as a an epic, right, thirteen episode season, yeah, like season two or yeah. season three, even the last season, like say say they're um, they're signed for four seasons, sure. do that last one as the Watchmen, yeah. word for word, yeah, panel for panel, right. I think the only thing uh, that makes me little weird is none of the key players are involved. No, you know, obviously uh, uh, Al Moore not. <laughs> no, Alan Moore will never be involved in anything ever again. No, from what I hear, Dave Gibbons is like, huh? Oh, there's a, really? Like, all right, this could be cool. Yeah. Hey, am I getting a check? Excellent. Dave Gibbons, great guy. Yeah. Yeah, we interviewed him yeah. at uh, uh, Florida Supercon like three years ago, four years four ago? Four years ago. Wow, did time go by that quick? Time went by that quickly, wow, man. It was a great interview, though. Yeah. Uh, my last question to him was, uh, what was the worst job you've ever had before yes. you got into comics? I think he said he worked at a nursing home or something. Yeah, and he had to wash old people. Yeah, wash old people. Yeah, he didn't really not watch. watch, not watch, folks. Wash, wash, wash. He like had to sponge bath them, bathe them, and now you know why he's so happy if you see him at a comic con. So you don't have to wash old people anymore. I don't wash no old people. Can I interject one more thing before we get to new books? Yes. I know we're kind of you know we, I know you want to hear about the new releases. Uh, Terminator, are you a fan? Huge fan, yeah. and yes, I heard this news as well. Yeah, James Cameron wants to bring it back, which is great because the last few were not. They sucked. They did. They sucked. <laughs> like, they not, did. Oh I'm my god! I'm not gonna god. lie to you. I didn't. I didn't really love them. Terminator Four and Terminator Genesis both sucked. Yeah, I, Salvation was okay. So it was just okay. Yeah, it wasn't great. Well, um, so Arnold already said he was. Yeah, of course. Arnold's going to come yeah, back. Yeah, I'm coming yeah, back. Terminator without Arnold. I have another mouth to feed. Just announced yesterday, Mike, Linda Hamilton has signed on to return to the Terminator franchise. Which is really, really weird because she's James Cameron's ex-wife. Sure. But that's what I love, though. She has so much integrity for the character. I guess she probably thought all the other ones suck, too. And like, she's like, listen. Do you think it's integrity for the character or is it she hasn't been working a lot lately? No, I think I don't think she has to work, to be um, frank with you. I think it, there's always, there are multiple. I love avenues. Linda Hamilton. Do not get me wrong. Right. I think she's she is a great. Well, not a great actor. I think she's a good actress. Yeah. I think she brought she brought gravitas sure. to that um, that role. She is she's Sarah, Sarah Connor. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I think based on Beauty and the Beast and Terminator, and I believe she's done one or two conventions, which you know that's another route she could take. No, I think I think if we were to talk to her, now, I was like, you know what, I I want to. I want to bring integrity back to the character. I think, um, and if James and Arnold are going to be involved, I want in, man. Yeah, I want in. And it's directed by the guy who uh, directed Deadpool, Tim Miller. Yes, yeah. So that's that's going to be great. Who actually left uh, that franchise because of creative differences? Yeah. So she's been announced. Uh, here's a quote from James Cameron: "As meaning as she was to gender and action stars everywhere back then." It's going to make a huge statement to have that seasoned warrior that she's become return. There are 50-year-old, 60-year-old guys out there killing bad guys, 
but there isn't an example of that for women. Well, uh, I, well I, put, James Cameron. He, I am going to... He's correct on that. No, not not true. Wait. Sigourney Weaver is still out there kicking ass. Right. Uh, she James was in Cameron the, alumni? Yes, yes. But yeah. I'm just saying that don't be, you know, there, oh, wait. there are... are you, were you about to cite the Defenders? Yes, in oh, the Defenders. Oh, but killing bad guys. Uh, she she murdered a couple people. Right. She's a... She's a but she kind of... She's one of the fingers of the hand, bro. Yes, she was. She's a bad guy. Of course. Yeah, that's, so, but that's what I'm saying. Okay. Doesn't matter if she's killing good guys or bad guys. Well, well, Point James, is, she's killing. James Cameron says there's no example of the. Uh, that's what I'm saying. There killing is... bad guys. I'm just saying. All right. Okay. Well, <laughs> killing bad guys. It's all a matter of your perspective, man. Come on. Well, we. That's how we started the podcast with uh, Punisher. Is he killing bad guys? Is he a bad guy? It's, there's a whole moral play here. It's great. This is why we love these. This is why comics are awesome. Yes. All right. To new books. New books. Yes. This week's new books, Mike, and this episode of ISO Comics is brought to you by William Painter Sunglasses, the best sunglasses ever. Hell yeah. I wore these sunglasses on the way to work this morning, and I made it here safely. I also did. Yeah. Now, I love me my William Painter sunglasses. Yes. Hold on, folks. These Sorry are, about that. These are the best sunglasses ever. They're made from aerospace-grade titanium, the frames. Yes, they are. They are that means they're super light. You barely feel them on your head, Mike. Sorry about that. That yeah. was that interlude brought to you by not William Painter sunglasses. That was my fat sausage finger hitting something that made noise go off. That sounded like Barry Manilow, but okay. It, no, it wasn't Barry Manilow. Yeah. Aerospace grade titanium frames. Uh, you want light sunglasses. You want heavy. You don't want a big load on your face. No, you don't. <laughs> Ever taken out of context again, folks, or not. <laughs> I can't wait for yeah. Johnson to get a hold of that clip. Yeah, we're, we're big fans. <laughs> you of don't want a big load on your face. Big fans of William Painter sunglasses. Yes. Why else are they great? Are they great, Mike? They're great because they're shatterproof lenses, and guess shatterproof and scratch proof. Yeah, who, who, how, who, who wants scratch up sunglasses? Can't no see one. through them. Uh, they suck. Uh, yeah. Do you, have you ever had like sunglasses you've owned for like a year or two, and they're you, they're scratched to shit, and you're I, like, I have wow, sunglasses this sucks. I've owned for a week, Mike. Yeah, true. And they got scratched up. Just you know, like, it, it, and it, it, like I touched it with my finger, and it scratched. It's, it's crap. Yes, and let not, me tell you something. Not these. These are scratch-proof lenses. Yes. As a matter of fact, doesn't William Painter like challenge you to destroy these? They're guaranteed for life, Mike. Yeah, how cool is that? Zippo. They're guaranteed for they're life. They're the Zippos of sunglasses. Yeah, they also have uh, superior optical clarity, and they're rear-weighted, so they don't slip off your nose, which is my biggest pet peeve with Yeah, sunglasses. you got the, that narrow nose. They slip that... off my nose, and I have to keep pushing them back up. I don't you look like those. Clark Kent, for God's sakes. Yeah, and I want to look like Clark Kent. I want to look like Superman, Atta and that's boy. what you're going to look like in William Painter sunglasses. Go to williampainter.com, use code ISOCOMICS, get $20 off any pair. There are sunglasses, Mike. And they're William Painters. These are superior to every sunglass company out there. And guess what else, folks? You get free shipping and a free hard case. Yeah. So go to WilliamPainter.com. Use code ISELLCOMICS. Get 20 bucks off any pair. WilliamPainter.com. Best sunglasses ever. All right. What do you got in front of you? What are you reading, Mike? All right. I'm going to pull off right here. Batman the Red Death. So this ties this into yeah, the whole... The Dark um, Multiverse. This ties into yes, Batman Metal. Into Dark Knights. The whole nine yards. I thought this was a great freaking issue from story. The art is the art is amazing. The art by uh, Carmine D. Gian Domenico. Is that, am Gian I Domenico. Gian, Gian Domenico. Dom, Gian Domenico. Yeah, no, Joshua Williams wrote this. And it's... Here's what happens, folks. When you're dealing with the DC Universe... Yes. Uh, DC multiverse, I should say. Yes. There's imagine um, a stack, okay, like like a hard drive where where everything's stacked. Okay, or a stack of comics. Can we do St that? Can How about that? A stack of comics. Okay, where everything there is for every comic book story you've ever read. Yes, there's a dimension for that. Yes, there's like a, every single comic book you've ever read. Th there's say a parallel stack. Yep, or a stack that comes out next to it. And <laughs> the way that they explain this is that there are some, uh, some of the multiverse, some of these universes are not meant to live, right? And they're they're pretty much cannon fodder. So there are some multi, there are some uh, universes out there where the heroes might act a little bit differently than the heroes <laughs> in our universe. Yeah, which is cool because you can take them in any direction you want. It's just like an Elseworlds. Every Elseworld tale that's out there from. Um, 
I don't know, Superman speeding bullets yeah. to even like the Kingdom Come universe. Right. Those are all existing universes. So you get you get Batman who's a complete asshole. A Batman who wants to steal things, uh, such as the Speed Force. Yes, actually that's exactly <laughs> what he wants to do. But he doesn't want to just steal. He's he's not the owl man of the the multiverse. Right. He's he just wants to save Gotham. Yes. And so he uh he subdues Barry Allen and steals the speed force. Yeah, subdues him with the, the cryogenic uh what the cryogenic stuff that Mr. Freeze uses to keep his wife alive. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But and then, <laughs> then he straps into the Batmobile, drives him into the speed force. Yeah. And they merge cool. together and do a character called Red Death. Yeah. So it's not just it's almost like a uh, fusion, like Firestorm is a fusion between Martin Stein and Ronnie Ray. Yeah, but instead of an old man and a and a young dude, it's it's Barry two, Allen. Yeah, it's two middle aged and dudes. Batman from Earth fifty two. Yeah, right. And, Freaking, and then they did that, they did they say it was Earth fifty two? Yeah, it's remember. the first panel, isn't it? Does it say uh, Earth fifty two? Right? Am I correct? But no, there's no one's laughing. There's a huge. Blah blah blah. Um, a big it says, oh, right it says does say Earth fifty two. Yeah, I'm big, sorry, big, I, big I missed that. Mike really wearing, weird. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't wearing my glasses. Yeah. I mean, it's in big bold letters. Earth fifty two. So one of the lower stacks, one of the ones that probably wouldn't have survived. No, it didn't look like it was going to. It looked no. like it was about to like burn up. And, they had a, a a crisis level event where the red skies came, and uh, anyone who reads any DC comics knows that when you see red skies, you know that a crisis it's is over. coming. Well, unless Get the heroes can unless the heroes can pull go to, it together. Go to another dimension. Right. Which happens. And uh so we happening got, in Batman Metal. So we've got these two who merge and become uh like Bat Flash or Red Death. And they're bleeding over into our universe because there's a demon who wants uh, a multiverse demon who wants um these guys yes. to come and mess with the rest of the the multiverse. Right. So these guys are becoming um, emissaries of the dark multiverse. Yeah. You know, it's entirely possible that the dark multiverse might be this uh, an analog to the antimatter universe, which was in Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yes. That's where which, the anti-monitor comes of from. Which there is a, a reference to. Yes. In this book. Yeah, they do reference the, the crisis. So. Yeah. Now, how does this affect you? Well, they're coming to our Earth. Yeah, they're coming to... uh, It's screwing everything up. They're coming to the Rebirth universe, and it's very... It's There's a lot on everybody's plates these days, because we've got the Doomsday Clock coming, where we're going to have a a throwdown with Mr. Oz and uh, Dr. Manhattan. Yes. And we've got the the Dark Matter, the Dark um, Multiverse coming to fuck things up yeah in so, our world yeah yeah now a couple of things of note that uh that i thought was really cool in this issue now uh barry and, and bruce from earth 32 emerged together as a red mm-hmm. death uh they're fighting for control over this body though right so you see like faces split off and uh they're fighting with each other within the same body i thought that was pretty cool two traditionally when you see the flash you see uh what a, 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 a lightning trail yes a aura of lightning it's not lightning anymore. They're bats. They're like, yeah. They're, it's a trail of bats, which is pretty awesome. Uh, number three, the uh, the superheroes they try to fight on this Earth, uh, they're pretty easily subdued, like really easy. Uh, and uh, that should that should cause a little fear with them. No, not really. But you know, it, let's put it this way: it's you're dealing with a um, a counterpart of a guy you've known and trusted for sure. years, so, and to have him come at you with the speed force. You're like, holy yeah. crap, yeah, what's what going I, on? Whoa, whoa, what do I do now? Yeah, what's going on? It sucks. Uh, he wasn't subdued. He was actually teleported away. Okay. So That's... that was, and not to give any spoilers away, but yeah. you know, fuck it. We're, we're spoilerific here. Yeah. That's Definitely pick this up. I can't wait for the other spinoffs. Me neither. Uh, I mean, how many dark multiverse Batmans are there going to be? I don't know. Probably a bunch. Okay. I would have as to say as many as DC can sell. Yeah, fifty-two of them. <laughs> fifty-two. I would. I would read fifty-two. <laughs> All right. Yeah. What else you got there? Nightwing. I got Nightwing. It's a metal tie-in, um, and spectacular art by um, Paul Pelletier. Yes. One of my uh, top ten favorite artists in comics right now. Top ten. Top ten. Okay. He makes a top ten. Okay. I've loved him since. We've heard uh, of the he was patented. 
Mike Zapsic top five. Yes. Now this is part of the top ten. He's part of the top ten. He he doesn't he he might make the eh, no. We'll see if he makes the yeah. top five Paul, the next year. Congratulations, Paul. You're this awesome. Is a high honor. Uh, I've I've loved him. Gary, he and Gary Frank came up in the uh, the Hulk universe with Peter David. Okay. So um, this is uh, it's really cool because he looks a lot like Jon Snow in this, doesn't he? Yes. What's going on in Bloodhaven, Mike? Bloodhaven. Um, actually, it's in Gotham. Oh, okay, great. So you've got the uh, the Bat family. Yes. And their allies are running interference for the Justice League so Batman can pull out the secret weapon that he's got against Barbados, yes. who is that demon that I was talking about yes, from in the metal. multiverse. Yeah. So uh, he takes Damian Wayne, Robin, with him, uh, who's just like such a pain in the ass. Yes. And uh, Green Arrow, who you're like, wow, he's, he's a Batman ally? Yeah, there is... In this case, yes. Well, in a lot of cases. When, when you think about it, Green Arrow ripped off a lot of his shtick from um, Batman. Sure. Used his money. Arrow Cave. Arrow Cave. Arrow Car. Like who, Arrow Plane? Arrow. For God's sakes. An Arrow Cave. What the hell yeah, was he on. thinking? Yeah. Well, so, he's thinking I want to be Batman, I guess. So. Exactly. But there's already a Batman, so I'm going to do it with bow, a bow and arrow. Right. Um, it's actually kind of cool. You see the Suicide Squad in here and the Teen Titans. So some some shit's going down. Yeah. So All right, pick it up. It's excellent. Uh, Batman 31, Mike, the part five of the War of Jokes and Riddles. Yes. If you haven't been reading this, uh, Bat, uh, Joker and Riddler worry each other. Batman has chosen a side, which is the Riddler, and has come down to kind of a final confrontation. Joker's hold himself up in a building where all the war started. Mm-hmm. He uh, All his allies have been wiped away. He's alone. And he's booby-trapped this building. It's kind of uh, die hard, die hard in Gotham. Well, let's put it this way. The Joker is most dangerous when he's alone. When yes. He's got henchmen. Yeah. I mean, he, he does a lot of collateral damage with his henchmen, too. Yeah. But hold, he's most dangerous hold when up, he's alone. Hold him in a booby-trapped building. Can't, uh, elevators, everything booby-trapped. Can't, can't go from the bottom up. Can't go from the top down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman's uh, employed Catwoman to see if there's a weakness to get to him. She finds, she finds one, and they decide how to... They have to figure out how to go in and, and uh, confront him for a final battle. And who who's uh, who who do they team up with, Mike? None other than Kite Man, who we saw in the right. previous issue. Um, you can imagine how, how they use they use kites. I'm not that's not really a spoiler. No. I mean, there's only one way they could go in, and they they uh, they they bum rush him with the help from Kite Man, right? And um, and we see how that all plays out. Uh, of course. The, now you know the, the Riddler might have a trick up his sleeve. Uh, Batman may have another trick up his sleeve, which uh, which will combat that. But uh, throughout all this, we kind of get a voiceover where he's talking to Catwoman, where he's like, "I shouldn't put you in that kind of danger." Um, by the time this ends, uh, will you still want to be with me? When you uh. see, uh, <laughs> he's still trying to get her to marry him. Yeah, it and, all from you know started like ten issues ago. But think about this, and it's it's actually kind of funny. Who else is going to give her this kind of excitement? I don't. What know. other boyfriend is going to be able to, or what what other mate is going to be able know. to be like, hey, you know what'd be great? Let's go out and uh, let's let's storm the Joker's castle. Yeah, I did. Uh, I wanted your opinion on this though. Uh, the depiction of Riddler, usually the skinny dude with the weird suit with question marks yep. on it, or whatever. Usually skinny, somewhat right. weak. Edward Nigma, in this this rendition, uh, his shirt's always open. He's cut. He looks like a GQ model, Mike. Your okay. opinion on that? He looks um, upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. Can you can you buy this Riddler? Doesn't um, matter what he looks like. It's all in the it's all the mentality. It's all in the head. He's never been uh, really a physical fighter. You know, going back to no. you know the forties right. and fifties, he he was never. Like, no, he jokes people to death. Right, uh, and <laughs> or not jokes. He riddles people. Riddles, like uh, and you know, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean Frank Gorshin, he was like physical perfection for the Joker. He couldn't uh, the Joker, the Riddler. Yeah, he couldn't stay still. Sure, he was always hopping around because right. he's got his mind's going a mile a minute. Yeah, and he, that's part of his psychosis. He did it great. So yeah, he he was like the pitch perfect uh, Riddler. Yeah, this Riddler a little more well dressed. Uh, been working out. It looks like. Not jumping around. Well, let me ask you a question. Okay. The Jim Carrey Riddler. Yes. Do you buy that? I sure I do. I mean, as a updated, modern, updated. I mean, he may have been one of the 
brighter moments of that movie. Yeah. Uh, in well, a movie that was not that bright. No. Well, it, it was neon bright. Yes. Lots of neon. Yeah. It was a lot of neon. A lot of neon. Neon on the cars. So much neon. Neon on the on the people fighting Batman neon, and Robin. Neon on, yeah. Neon on everybody. Yeah. Holy rust of metal there, Ming. Yeah. Yeah. Not, a lot of neon. Yeah. Yeah. What else you got there? All right. Uh, let's gold, go to- Number 12. No, Conan. Yeah, let's go. Conan, Conan Wonder, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Great Wonder crossover. Wonder Woman, Conan. Written by Gail Simone. Gail Simone, one of our favorites. Yes. Uh, this is, I mean, it's amazing. It's yeah, got, I like uh, this takes place in Conan's time. Yeah, and um, which would make sense because Diana is um, princess of the Amazons, and they say, "Oh, she was, you know, oh, uh, she was, she was born like twenty three years ago." But you know what? Time has a way of being wonky on Themyscira. I'm sure. Yeah. So you know, this immortal princess. She's thrown back into Hyborian Hi- times. Yeah, I like this. Basically, they meet during a, a gladiatorial battle. Yeah. Yeah, Conan gets himself, probably sticks his nose where he shouldn't have, and he's promised a bunch of money uh, with a a gambler who says he's bet on a fight uh, in which he can't lose because he bet he bet a, uh, against a female fighter. Yeah. He's, he's downplayed her uh her warrior abilities it's amazing and these people are so stupid that uh they tend to forget i don't know people like red sonia yeah yeah exactly Zena, warrior guy's a, princess guy's an idiot but during the battle conan's like wait a minute i think i know that chick and it yeah. turns out they may have met uh way back in the past and he goes to rescue her and things happen and uh we're gonna see some shit go down yeah there's conan wonder it's... woman issue two um uh, interesting concept though mike Throwing Wonder Woman back into Conan times. Oh, this is genius. I think it's great. Yeah, by Crom, Mike. This is a good issue. <laughs> yes, this is. You get to see. Um, yeah, and I'm not even really a big Conan fan. It's the whole swords and stuff. I'm not really a huge fan of, uh, except for Highlander. But that was thrown back into. That was a mix between Scottish and modern right. times. And they call it um, swords and sorcery. Yeah, the or sandals and sorcery. The swords and sandals, yeah. Or yeah. and the movie Gladiator I thought was good too. So maybe I should give it more of a shot. Are you I'm, not entertained, Ming? Yeah, I know. I just wasn't I've never really been a huge Conan fan though. Uh me neither. It's goes back to the first man and Robert E. Uh Howard is he was a whack job. He uh he wrote uh some some good ass stuff. Uh, Solomon Kane, sure. but it's a lot of stuff doesn't translate well into this generation sure. i was never a big conan fan i i liked the arnold movie just like the one or two times i watched sure. it it's not it wasn't good enough to go back and be like this is amazing yeah it's not top 10 but fine. everybody knows you know you know what are the three greatest things in life <laughs> uh, what is what is best in life what is uh, best in life to see your enemies driven before the lamentation no, to crush of the your women. enemies to see, see them, them driven, driven before, before you and they hear the lamentation of the women yes i mean that that goes for anything it's iconic man that's right. that's for everything Shoot, i want to hear the lamentation from the men too by the way if you'd like go go uh, i'm equal opportunity no but nobody's if, taking if I that crush away people me. and then and the dudes in the village want to cry too you that, and lament more power to you um that's even more satisfying <laughs> Ming made a grown man cry. I'm just saying. Uh, Captain Phasma, number two. If, yes. Uh, if you haven't jumped on this. I uh, have not. Pretty but... good read, and you're in there real early. Captain Phasma didn't have a lot to didn't get a lot to do in Force Awakens. Did not. No, but there is a scene where they confront her, and they make her uh, turn off the shields of Starkiller Base so the, the, the new rebels can go and attack it. And if you watch the movie, they're like, wow, she kind of, she kind of folded rather easily. Didn't try to fight back. She's like, all right. Boo. So um, as such, uh, the first issue dealt with her trying to wipe all the data banks uh, of her actions. Okay. So nobody would know it. Uh, unfortunately, uh, a, a first order lieutenant by the name of uh, Sol Rivas had access this <laughs> and saw that she did this. And right before Starkiller base explodes, he takes off so he can presumably go tell somebody. Captain Phasm's action. She's a, she's an wants to tell people that she's a traitor. Captain Phasm goes after him so he can eliminate him before word of this gets out, and uh, that's what the fish, first issue dealt with. Second issue, uh, they land on a on some weird star, and uh, star. Yeah, he that'd runs be, out of that'd fu- be like really hot. runs out of fuel and lands on some desolate planet. Okay, where there there's a primitive uh, village there, and uh, where all these crazy monsters and shit, and um. 
and uh, she goes she goes after him. Uh, we learn of the we we meet these villagers that 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 she confronts, and they find out that the person that she's chasing after has been captured by a rival village. So we see all this. We get a little more backstory on Captain Phasma, right. though. And we meet the little B, the evil BB droid that we saw, that we only know of uh, because of the toys that are out now. Okay. For whatever they call their force, whatever. What, the, the Last Jedi? Force Day, uh, September 1st, when okay, they released right. all the new toys and shit. So um, uh, we meet the, like, the evil BB, BB Hate, everyone's calling BB it. BB Hate? Nice. Everyone's calling it BB Hate. Yeah. So Cool. Uh, I cool. think that uh, such a waste of a character. Uh, I think we're going to learn more about her. Now, there's a Captain Phasma book out there where we learn that she grew up on a what was previously a peaceful, productive planet until this corporation moved in and started building like all these nuclear reactors and shit. There was an accident. The planet like went to a wasteland. She was born 150 years later uh, into a tribe, and uh, you know the, um, there are all these tribes fighting against each other. She turns out to be a character who betrays everybody, including uh, she has her own family killed. So she wow. can escape this planet. Uh, she gets picked up by the First Order and becomes part of them. And uh, the shiny armor, I don't know if they explain yet, but that's, I saw the shiny armor in the trailer. I was like, man, that's badass. Yeah. What's her story? And we never learn it. In no, true Star Wars you know, fashion. I know. It's, it's all like, backstory. Oh, come on. Yeah. But, you but know, I like the backstory. She's merciless. That's part of my problem with the Star Wars comics. Do we need, did we need to know where Darth Vader came from? Do we even need to know now? It's cool to learn, but it doesn't affect the story. It doesn't affect the story, but one of the things that um, when you fill in the gaps, yes, if it's compelling story, sure, then I'm all for okay. it. But if it's, it's just if, filler, yeah, if it's just yeah. filler, I don't. I didn't need to know what a nerf looked like. No, I really didn't. Or a nerf herder, but well, I mean Han and Luke in one of the Star Wars, the the Star Wars that Marvel's putting. Oh out, right, yeah, yeah, they were right. herding nerfs. Yes, and which they, they, I didn't need to know. Right, and then they get into trouble, and they have to go gamble. Their, they have to gamble to get their money back or something. Uh, or was that something? Or was that- no, he gambled. Uh, Han Solo gambled their money away that they were buying supplies with. Right, all right. Damn, Sabak. I'm you telling know, you. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLING. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, this is a horrible disease. It and, is. Uh, yeah, no- it affects one in 14 nerf herders. Yeah, I think Phasma's got a pretty cool story, though. But unfortunately, you have to go read a whole novel to read it all right, to find well, it out. I- Or the comics will fill you in, though. Let's hope, because uh, I think that Gwendolyn Christie did a great job for the seven seconds she was on screen. I think we'll be seeing more of Captain Phasma. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, but if you want a little more backstory, pick pick this one up. I think it's pretty well done. And uh, you know, we uh we yeah we're starting to see all these uh, offshoot characters, including BB Hate. Well, here's one of my other questions. Yes, is. I realized that they they went uh, the Genosians cloned the entire army from Boba Fett. They did, or Django Fett, or Django Fett. Django Fett. Um, and I realized that you've got a well-disciplined militia right there. Sure. Rather than rely on the people that you have to enslave, right? Which they're back storm- to now. Yes. With for your stormtroopers, Palpatine should have kept the Genosians going. Right. Should have. Just, I mean, it's, it should've, just makes it's sense. Got a, a, a crazy war. Yeah, of course it made sense. It makes sense. And, you know, when you're establishing peace, that's one of I the agree. major They're mindless. You can control them. Yes. But they can't shoot straight. Uh, they they kind of suck it. No, they were shooting pretty damn straight in Attack of the Clones and uh, yeah, Revenge of right. the Sith. Yeah, you're right. Actually, you're right. Good so, point. I mean... I realize you have to make your backstory fit your current <laughs> continuity. Sure. Otherwise, you have to start retconning shit. Exactly. And, yeah. But it's very short-sighted to Palpatine. Palpatine, who built the Death Star not because of the Rebel Alliance, but because of a greater threat. Sure. I We could talk Star Wars. We could. We could. That's for day, another. But that's for <laughs> another day. Podcast. So my, my problem with that, and Captain Phasma, I'm, I'm, I just want to see where she Under, goes. Underutilized. I agree yeah. with you. All right. What else you got there? You got anything else? I got X-Men Gold. All right. We get to see Kalagoth. Kalagoth is this um, – uh, he's a character that was uh, springing up in X-Men Gold. He's part of the um, Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Yeah, they're getting them all back together. Uh, um, was, uh, I, I didn't read this one. Is Omega Red back in this one too? No. Okay. This tells uh, his backstory. 
this completely tells oh great um, okay Call cool. of Goth's backstory which is he's a mutant from another dimension yeah and uh it also sets up the epic crossover between um all the x titles oh great okay all cool. of them all of them uh blue gold uh are we gonna have astonishing in here yeah astonishing, astonishing uncanny maybe even weapon x i don't know so we'll have a bunch. There'll be right, a right bunch on. of people in there. All right, I love this. And um, you know, real quick, you have Shirtless Bear Fighter number four. If you're not reading this, guys, yes, Shirtless Bear Fighter is badass. Pretty amazing. Uh, people tell me I don't read enough. What of, indies or of the indie titles? Yeah, this well, is an <laughs> image title. This is amazing. Shirtless Bear Fighter, you need to pick up. Yeah. Um, Actually, let me plug a couple of other indie titles okay, go that you for should it. be picking up. Okay, Mike. Um, Dark Art came out this week. I have not read it, but it's by Cullen Bunn. Yes. And from what I hear, it is. Is Cullen Bunn sleep? I'm sorry to interrupt I you. I don't but... think he does. Okay. I think he writes everything. I think he's going back and rewriting all of William Shakespeare's <laughs> shit. Cullen, we love you. Yeah. Amazing. We freaking love you. So, Dark Art, pick it up. Um, and Redneck by our friend uh, Donnie. Yeah, I just saw him, Donnie Cates. Donnie Cates. Saw him at uh, Rose City Comic Con. I think um, he's going to come down after New York Comic Con. Awesome, great. Here, which he's totally welcome to. Absolutely. So, yes. All right. So, uh, yeah, redneck, about, about a bunch of redneck vampires. What what better than redneck vampires? Nothing, Mick. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Exactly. And huge fan of uh, Seven to Eternity and Southern Bastards. Yes. If you haven't picked up Southern Bastards by Jason, it's Jason Aaron, right? I believe so, yes. Yes, Jason Aaron. Uh, pick it up. Uh, and my God, you, you won't be disappointed. Right. I think there are three trade paperbacks out right now. Right. I happen to pick up the very first hardcover. Yes. Which is a uh, limited, limited edition. And I'm like, I want this. All right. So. Cool. All right. Before we go, everybody, uh, I want to appeal, issue a heartfelt apology. Uh oh. I screwed up. Yes, you did. We were supposed to be at the Hamilton Comic Con next week. Oh, crap. From September 30th to November 1st, or October 1st. And I don't usually do this. And I've been on you about this, about keeping a straight calendar. Yeah. I fucked up. We double booked cons. Yeah, we did. And as such, we had to back out of Hamilton. Hamilton. I really wanted to go. I love James Ponce, the promoter. He also does New York, uh, Niagara Falls Comic Con, which we went to in 2014. Had a great time. Even Walt Flanagan came. Yeah, he had a good time. Brian Johnson was supposed to come. He figured he found out the day before his passport had expired. He claimed that he went to go renew and he couldn't. <laughs> he was saying all this. He was telling me he like spent seven hundred dollars renew it the next day and it didn't come in time. And I don't know. If I, I thought he said that he drove up to the border and. I don't remember the, that okay. part. I don't think he drove up to the border and got turned okay. away. Okay. Well, if you go up to the border with an expired passport. And are they going to turn you away, even if you have like a, a current driver's license? Yes, they will. Well, you need a current passport. That's I all there you. is to it. Okay, there's you know, homeland security, all that I stuff. So bummer. Yeah, but I we, we he, I don't think he did the seven hour drive. Yeah, so I I, tr- I really want to apologize. I don't do this often. No, but I think what happened was uh, we uh, we booked a convention uh, a while ago, and the I didn't put it in my calendar. Dave Slippy. When James invited us to Hamilton, I got mm. very excited. I got so excited. I was like, yeah, pff, hell yeah, we're coming. We we love you, dude. We love your Niagara Falls Comic Con. He does like a beer fest out there. Oh, does man. all this stuff. I mean, we had we had a great time. I don't time. drink beer, but I love watching fest. people drink beer. Yeah, like me, and then acting a fool. Yeah, absolutely, and then yeah. I take pictures. Yeah, and I... You know, and then we were announced, and then I was like, crap. And then I realized that we double booked, and we had to back out, right. so... Um, is he talking to us still or no? He is. Yeah, actually, I'm going to try to call him now. I don't know if he'll answer, but we'll leave him a message if uh, if he if he's there. I said I would call him. We because yeah, I feel really bad. I don't. I because I don't. Now, I tell us where is Hamilton. Good morning, James speaking. Hello, James. How are you? This is Ming Chen and Mike Zapsic. How are you? How are you, sir? Hello. Hello. Do you hear me? Yes. How's it going? Good. This is we so high tech. We um we just wanted to call and apologize for well screwing up. We fucked up. Yeah, we're putting it on uh, I sell comics there, James. Happens. What are you gonna do? Well, uh, put it in uh, your calendar yeah, and not and not, not do it and not screw up. That's yeah usually. But uh, we we want to tell you we love you. We love your shows, dude. We love we had yeah. a great time in your uh, Niagara Falls Comic Con. 
we're really sorry we can't be there. We really want to be there. We, we're, I'm just an idiot. No, man, I, I appreciate it. Listen, I'm, I understand, though, man. Stuff happens, you know, life happens, whatever. We're human. No, you're supposed to break me. You're like, you're an idiot. And no, wait, God, he's what, Canadian. But he's man, Canadian. He's nice. He can't. He can't break us. Can't berate you. But we want to tell. But we want to tell everyone to go to Hamilton next weekend in Hamilton, Ontario. Go to Hamilton Comic Con, folks. Yeah, September 30th to October 1st. Um, if you're I, not coming to Archon. Yeah, now I talked to Key Kwan, who attended a couple years ago, uh, who you know is Short Round and Data from Goonies. He had a great time. And he, he had nothing but great things to say about Hamilton Comic Con. And, uh, I mean, we, we hope we can... We hope you will forgive us, and we hope we can bring the whole crew out to a future show. Absolutely. You guys are always welcome on our shows. We love having you guys, too. You know, the fans loved it, and, uh, you know, it's disappointing, but it happens, my friend. All right. I mean, yeah, but we just wanted to formally apologize. I want to apologize to any fans who who was, who was going to come out. Matt, Mike, do you know who's going to come on and see you? It was uh, Pat Mastriani, who played Joy Jeremiah in Degrassi. Oh, was he? I texted him. He was uh, like, oh, I heard you guys were coming, and now you you idiots back uh, down. He's going to come down and hang out with you Joey's guys. Joey's my man. <laughs> yeah, that guy's my yeah, hero. Pat's awesome, man. Pat's a good friend of ours. He, uh, you know, he's always been supportive, and he was one of our first guests uh, many years ago. He's such an awesome guy to work with. He's always been, uh, always been a big help at our shows, and you know, love working with Pat and seeing him too. Yeah. So, uh, but we want, we want to thank you for the invite. Uh, Guy, to apologize for screwing up. Uh, we will see you soon. And from now until the con is over, we will be plugging Hamilton Comic Con. That's true. Because we love you, dude. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, Ming. We appreciate it. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can get you guys down here next year. Yeah, Hamilton Comic Con next week. Uh, also go to Niagara Falls Comic Con in 2018. Um, also, uh, you have a beer fest. You have, you're, dude, you're, you're taking over Canada, my friend. Yeah, we're, we're, we're uh, you know, we're trying to have some fun. And, you know, Niagara's a great area and there's lots of things to do. We actually got uh, a new event, too. We're doing... Uh, couple weeks uh, or a month and a half after Hamilton we're doing Frightmare in the Falls which is a, a nice horror theme show for the horror enthusiasts too. I love it. Well me and Mike will have to get our heads cut, cut off in a horror movie and then we'll have some horror cred. We, we, we will join you for that someday. Hopefully. Perfect. Alright I'll see you soon James. James Ponce. Take care James. Uh, promoter Niagara Falls Comic Con, Hamilton Comic Con. If you're in Canada or anywhere near neighboring please go. Please go. Uh, we'll talk to you soon, James. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, man. Take care. See you later, ma'am. You were so high-tech, man. All right. That's a formal apology. Listen, go. I own up to my mistakes. You do. And uh, I screwed up. Um, I'm going to try to promise that will never happen again. But <laughs> It probably will. Don't worry about well, it. Well, I got, I got excited. That's all there is you to did. it. That's all there is to it. All right. So um, thank you for listening, everybody. Yeah, and we'll see you at New York Comic Con uh, or at Archon. In St. Louis. Which is the con I originally booked. Yeah. Archon, also September 30th to October 1st, St. Louis, Missouri. Mike's at, we have three panels, Mike. One is on comic book and its connection to mythology. Fantastic. The other one is uh, about comic book men. Ask us anything. Fantastic. The other one is uh, about how to, uh, podcasting, how to start a podcast, how to, how to create an awesome podcast. Beautiful. We have much, much to say about that. So uh, that is uh, Saint, in St. Louis, September 30th to October 1st. Uh, again, if you're in Canada, if you're anywhere near Hamilton, go to Hamilton Comic Con. Great convention. Say hi to James for us. Say hi to James and uh, tell him that we're idiots. Or that I'm an idiot. It's not your fault, Mike. I screwed you up. You can throw me in there. I played myself, Mike. You can, I, get, I get your back splatter all the time. Yeah, Mike. There you Mike, go. More and, out of context. Yeah, and Mike is like, yeah, I blame you too. So, <laughs> all right. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. And there you go.
can come on.